ladies and gentlemen, this is the Vanilla Wafer Podcast. Get all your rankings, news, and results here every Monday and Friday. Now, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for your host, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? This is the Vanilla Wafer Podcast, and yes, it is Friday. Tomorrow is race day, and I cannot wait for it. North Wilkesboro Raceway is coming back on the schedule virtually. This is going to be absolutely exciting. We got a bunch of news to cover, including drivers that are going to be running in the race, as well as some updates for the COVID-19 situation. There's a lot of positive news, so let's get into it. This is today's news. Let's get started with the news that I was the most excited for, but it's kind of tragic news, and that is the 2021 Cup schedule. We've been waiting to see what kind of changes. Would they add Iowa Speedway to the races? Would they add more road courses, maybe a street course? Well, we will not know until the month of July because they've decided to postpone the schedule update for the 2021 season till then. I know the reason why they did it. It's because of the COVID-19 situation. We don't know when we're going to go back racing or what tracks we can go back racing more specifically. But I'm just hoping that that, that the tracks are a little bit more exciting than what we currently have. Watch it be something stupid like they um, add Kentucky for a second schedule and Daytona is going to have it's road course race and that's all they change i i hope it's a real it these are some amazing changes that they're going to be adding on i don't know if they will but it's gotten us all really excited because they're one race contracts but for now we have to wait until the month of july before they release it The man who put racism back into NASCAR has looped back in. I'm talking about, of course, Kyle Larson, the previous driver of the number 42 car. Obviously, he's no longer in that car anymore. If you heard from the last couple of weeks, Matt Kenseth has replaced him and is going to be running the rest of the season in Chip Ganassi's number 42 car. However, he is not done with racing yet because he is going to race in the World of Outlaws at Knoxville with Casey Kane. Kyle, Kyle Larson also completed the sensitivity training, so he is making steps in the right direction as far as what he did during Easter, where he was on the Mazda Madness race, and on live chat with everybody, he decided to call his friend the N-word with the hard R. That's pretty bad, and it looked really bad on NASCAR to the point everyone was just like, well, what do you expect? It's NASCAR. It's just like, oh. We didn't need that kind of PR, but it is what it is, and Kyle Larson is going to do everything he can to rebuild his career. Will he be back in the top series? Who knows? Someone's going to have to take a chance on him, whoever that may be. Speculations are he could take Rick Henrik's spot in the number 48 car. Maybe they say, oh, look, he's made a change. He, This is what he was, and now he's this. Everyone makes mistakes. That's a far-fetched idea, but it is an idea nonetheless. But for now, he has completed the sensitivity training, so if he ever does get a cup ride again, um, he can actually go back into racing since he completed that training. But for now, he will race in the world of outlaws at Knoxville, as well as Casey Kane, um, the driver who retired just a couple years ago. (laughs) 
everyone has been super excited about iRacing. In fact, a lot of people have started to download iRacing with their membership because it's starting to show how great of a racing game it is. Well, another company is coming back. 704 Games just announced that NASCAR Heat 5 will be released on July 10th. And let's be honest, it looks like an exact carbon copy of NASCAR Heat 4. Now, if you're not familiar with the NASCAR games that they've recently been putting out, NASCAR Heat, the first one, was an absolute shit show to say the least, as well as the next couple of games. Now, the fourth one was alright, hence alright. After four years, or four different games, you would think that they would have their stuff together by now. But the fact that the game looks almost exactly alike, I don't know. I mean, some I know some people are excited about the new NASCAR game. I used to play a bunch of the NASCAR games. Uh, my favorite one was NASCAR 2005 Chase for the Cup. Most people will say Thunder 2004. I never personally played it, and I know that's a great like cardinal sin if you're a huge fan of racing games. But as far as the Heat games go, they have not really been that entertaining. So hopefully we're wrong on this one, but so far it looks like an exact carbon copy. Let's see if it is on July when they decide to release the game. What the hell is honestly going on with the Midwest right now? We're getting most people, usually on the Republican side, I'm not trying to be political here, but we've had a lot of people like armed to the teeth going to Capitol buildings and just raiding them saying, we need to be free, this is a state of communism, all that crap. I, I know the pandemic sucks right now and there's little that we can do, but this is not honestly a government conspiracy, in my personal opinion. Uh, most of you may think differently, but... Um, I think I have a theory on why people are starting to revolt over there, and that is because places like Chicagoland might be losing their schedule. <laughs> I, I know that's not the case, but it's a good theory, though. But um, according to the news, uh, Chicagoland Speedway is one of the tr many tracks that is losing a bunch of their staff. They have reduced their staff substantially, and also their race dates may be in jeopardy. Due to the COVID-19 putting a lot of uh, stay-at-home orders or just mostly restrictions on what you can and can't do, the track in Illinois may not even be on the schedule for this season and it's a real bummer because actually Chicagoland is one of the few mile and a half tracks that are slightly entertaining. I know these tracks are cookie cutters but I personally enjoy Chicagoland. They usually put on okay races so for them to not have a race this season it's gonna kind of suck. Um, I don't know what those staffs are gonna do. You always know what my personal suggestion is. All those guys should be out on the street giving handsy so they can fully fund the racetrack but obviously they're not gonna do that because it's illegal. Oh well. Uh, hopefully we see Chicagoland in the future. Well, hopefully at least in the 2021 season. But I hope to see him a lot sooner than that. Hey guys, remember that great idea that Texas Motor Speedway was potentially going to host an IndyCar NASCAR doubleheader? It was in the news uh, about like a month or two ago that they were going to do this. Well, screw that idea because they are not doing it anymore. Unfortunately... They have announced uh, on Thursday that IndyCar would begin their season at the Speedway on June 6th. However, the truck race scheduled for that weekend has been postponed, which has eliminated the chances of Texas Motor Speedway having an Indy NASCAR doubleheader. This was such a great idea. I was hoping that they would do this. I mean, it would have been so cool to see, especially for a season like this, where we basically lost about one-fourth of the season. I know they're going to be making it back, but it's going to be at a limited tracks. So, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I thought this was a good idea, but they're just not going to do it anymore. Um, we'll see if maybe in the future. Or I know IndyCar may potentially do it um, at Indianapolis Motor Speedway with NASCAR on the. I think it was the Fourth of July weekend, or maybe the month of August. I'm not too sure, but there is speculations that they may do that, and I hope they do. It's a great idea. Unfortunately, Texas Motor Speedway is not going to have that. And for this last news story, I'm going to pass it on over to Momo. Momo's been telling me he's been wanting to do at least one story here on the news segment. And I think I'm going to give him a chance. So Momo, come on over here. Come on over here. You're going to do this story right here. Yeah, this one right here. Okay. Don't screw up. Eh, eh, okay. Um, Joey Logano's wife, Brittany Logano, pumped a second child out of her vagina. James Jet Logano was born on Thursday morning. Thank you. Okay, I'm back, Momo. Did you do that story? Okay, good. I'm going to hear it back. Hopefully it's good. I, I, I'm pretty sure you did a good job, okay? Uh, let's see here. Now, let's move on to this week's rankings going to, to North Wilkesboro Raceway. Now, before we get into the top 10 ranking, there is something I got to do really quick, and that is involves the entry list. Now, before we get started, let's cue the sad boy hours. Let's get a sad song going. Good finger snap there. Hopefully, the music is playing. Now, I'm looking at the entry list, and this is what I see. We're going to be missing quite a few drivers, and I'm, I'm bummed out about this. We're missing Kurt Busch, Brad Keselowski, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Brandon Poole, William Byron, Corey LaJoy, number 42 car, whoever's going to be driving that number 42 car whenever, uh, Jimmy Johnson, and even Alex Bowman and Daniel Suarez. I, we're missing a crap load of drivers right now. And I think the reason why is they're not going to be racing because they're going to practice for the real races that are going to start next weekend. So, I mean, it's going to, we're definitely going to have to move some things around. And honestly, when I say move some things around, um, I only have to take two drivers off my uh, top 10 rankings. The rest of them suck. None of them were making the list. And I don't think I'm even going to do an honorable mention because if you didn't make it into the honorable mention list, or excuse me, the top 10 list, um, after eight drivers going missing, I'm sorry. I, I don't think you deserve to be on the uh, mention at all because you obviously aren't showing your talent when those drivers are racing to begin with. So, And also we have Bobby Labonte is going to be racing the number 18 car. Martin Trex Jr. is going to do his first race, and it's going to be at North Wilkesboro. Matt DiBandetto is not going to be racing, so he is replaced by John Wood for Wood Brothers Racing in the number 21. And Jeff Gordon is going to defend his race title at North Wilkesboro since he was the last driver to win in 1996. Will he defend it? I really don't think so, but you know, it's the thought that counts, but let's get into the top 10 ranking. We're going to be starting off the list with two people in the 10th spot. I already said I wouldn't do honorable mention, so I can't go back on that now, but I couldn't decide on who should be in the top 10. Should it be this driver or the other driver? And I'm just going to put them both at 10th 
just to make myself feel better, and that's John Hunter Nemechek and Christopher Bell. John Hunter Nemechek has had a few rough finishes in the last couple of weeks, but you know what? I still see the talent in his iRacing skills. He definitely deserves to be in the top 10, especially with a couple drivers missing. I have a good feeling that he's going to finish at the very least 12th or better. So I'm going to put him right there in the 10th spot. And Christopher Bell, he's great at iRacing. He's just had really bad luck too. He had it mostly at the beginning of the race. So these guys are kind of opposites, but at the same time alike. So I would like to put him there. Do I think they're going to win the race? No. But will they potentially be factors? Maybe. Will they be in the top, top 10? Absolutely. In the ninth spot, I'm putting in Bobby Labonte. He's been Mr. Consistent this whole time. And I know he hasn't gotten one top 10 yet. I think he's finally going to do it at North Wilkesboro Raceway because he's always been the 13th or 12th best driver. And there's a lot of drivers missing. I think he's finally going to get that top 10. He's been consistent. I, let's put him in the rankings. So there's been a lot of drivers that have been inconsistent, except for him. He's been the only one that's been really running near the front, besides a couple other drivers who are obviously ahead of him. In the 8th spot, I got Kyle Busch in there. I didn't want to move Kyle Busch any higher because he had a horrible, horrible race at Dover. But you know what? He still honestly had a decent finish compared to some other drivers. Like, he had, he was involved in the most wrecks. He still stayed on the lead lap. I don't know how he did it. I really don't. So, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. Let's put him in the 8th spot. I don't know if he's going to be competing for the win, but he is improving his skills. Not as much as his teammate, but he's still doing really good. Parker Kligerman in the number 77 car. This guy has been so close to winning some races, and he's been really close to getting even top three finishes, but he's had some bad luck. He got taken out early in the Dover race, so I'm not going to give him too much slack for that. Does he need to move up any higher? No, I'd say keeping him in the same spot if those other two drivers, Alex Bowman and William Byron, were running um, would be a good spot to put him, but since they're not here, he moves up to seventh. In the sixth spot, I got Dale Jr. Kind of the same situation. He's been he's having a little bit of trouble with the Dover race as well as Talladega. But I'm going to keep him in his spot mostly because he was the biggest factor of making this happen. And you know what? I got to give a lot of respect to Dale Jr. Getting a bunch of people together and picking up all the weeds on that racetrack so they could scan it is awesome. And you know what? Let's put him in the sixth spot. That's a really good spot to put him. Now for the top five, Ryan Priest in the number 37. I have a feeling that he is probably going to be the one to win the race. That is my pick. I know he hasn't won one yet. Most people are going to say Timmy Hill in the number 66, which makes sense. But I think Ryan Priest can actually pull this off at North Wilkesboro. He had a rough finish in the last couple of races, but he's also been like Parker Kligerman. Running near the front just has some problems. So, except for that one race when he got together with Matthew Benedetto, but let's not count that. Anger gets the best of everybody. So, I'm going to keep my eye on him, and he's going to stay in the top five. Landon Castle on the number 89 is going to be in the fourth spot. He moves up a couple positions. Actually, he moves up only one position. And, you know, he's been running really good. Ever since he got the Blue Emu sponsor solely to himself, he's been showing why he deserves that Blue Emu sponsorship. Is he going to be winning the race? I... I think he's going to give Ryan Priest a run for his money and Timmy Hill. I just think it's going to be more of a top three finish for him. Next driver, um, gaining actually multiple positions, is the number 11 of Denny Hamlin. He was running great at Dover, got into some problems with a slower car. I do believe it was John Hunter Nemechek that actually took him out. If that didn't happen, he would have finished in the top three, no doubt about it. 
but unfortunately that happened so I can't move him higher than the other top two drivers um, he's definitely the one from Joe Gibbs Racing who can pull off the victory it would be him in the second spot Garrett Smithley I mean Garrett Smithley has been the bronze medal of this entire series behind Timmy Hill and William Byron I know I gave up who first place is but are you guys really that surprised because <laughs> he's been getting top threes but Garrett Smithley has been good at getting some top tens has he been the driver to beat no but he's always the driver right behind this time finishing the top 10 once again I mean, he's been very consistent. I'm pretty sure if they had points up, he would be near the top. Uh, probably second in points would be my guess. If not him, maybe Alex Bowman, but he's not running this race. So I don't think um, if even if Alex Bowman um, was in the race, I think Garrett Smithley would still be ahead of him. So that's why I'm going to put him in the second spot. And Timmy Hill, without a doubt, is number one. I mean, look, his worst finish has been... I think 11th and that was at Talladega ever since then top three top three victory top three top three top three Talladega top three I mean there's no counting him out he he is awesome at iRacing and he led 32 laps at Dover he was definitely William Byron's uh, biggest competition Christopher Bell came there right in the end but for the most part it was between William Byron and Timmy Hill Timmy Hill is definitely the favorite to win the race. Do I see him winning it? I feel like someone like Ryan Priest could pull it away from him, but he's full on the favorite. So if you pick Timmy Hill in the North Wilkesboro race, that's a great pick. I uh, wouldn't uh, give you too much slack for picking him because he's shown that he's been the best driver so far in iRacing, second to William Byron. But William Byron's not racing, so he might want to go for him. But that will conclude the top 10 rankings. I'll go back through again. Timmy Hill first, Garrett Smithley second, Denny Hamlin third, Landon Castle 4th, Ryan Priest 5th, Dale Jr. 6th, Parker Kligerman 7th, Kyle Busch 8th, Bobby Labonte 9th, and sharing 10th is John Henry Nemechek and Christopher Bell. That is my top 10 ranking. Now that will conclude today's episode. Now before I go, I just wanted to say this is that I... I'm an idiot. Yes, I will admit it. Yes, I got my bachelor's at Great Basin College. A shameful plug there. I don't think they wanted that plug to begin with. But the reason why I say that is I said I would start doing episodes on Wednesday because we're going to have races on Wednesday. The only problem with that is they're going to be doing races at 8 o'clock at night Eastern time, which is 5 o'clock is when they'll start the race. When I usually post a podcast episode is usually around 5 o'clock. So I may have to do the Wednesday night ones a little later, or I might just push it to Thursday. I don't know. But if there's a reason why um, the episodes are jumping around in the middle of the week, that's the reason why, because I was not smart on that one. And I thought, hey, I'll do it on Wednesday, since the races will be on Wednesday, without looking at the time. So we'll figure that out. But for now, Monday and Friday will still stay the same. Other than that, we shall see. But thank you guys so much for listening. This has been a pretty interesting one. It's going to be an interesting race to see at North Wilkesboro. Who's going to get the final victory in iRacing? Only time will tell. Uh, we will know for sure on Saturday night who's the best to beat. But until then, take care, everybody. I will see you next time.